Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Out Loud with myself, Claire Gallagher and Aideen Curtin. Hello. Today, we're kind of carrying on um, from a topic that came up last week. Um, and last week we talked about getting back to solid ground and this week we're kind of going to explore a little bit what that would actually look like and what we're currently working on to to feel okay. Uh, do you want to talk about that there guilty voice? Any of the thoughts that you had on it? Oh, I just thought it was really curious like listening back to you say that like, you know we kind of like glanced over it the last day that we were chatting mm. But just when he said it, I was like, oh, I know that voice. I think you said it. No, you said it about the staying in bed until, well, maybe we both did in different ways. But you said about that little voice like saying, oh, you know, what are you doing staying in bed until nine o'clock? <laughs> you know, so late. <laughs> Lying in till all hours. Um, but, you know, and you said, like, it's not your clients. And it, it's not that your family are judging you. But yet you feel this judgment. Like, where is it? Is it society at large? Is it capitalism? Is that what it is? You always want to blame <laughs> capitalism for everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the patriarchy. Oh, yeah. Well, that is, uh, that's got uh, fairly fingers in many of the, <laughs> the pies of guilt. Um, that, like, there's no, I don't think there's any one answer to it either. I don't think there's one answer to it. And there's also a part of it that is your own drive and ambition because some people would lie in bed all day all afternoon or and why not mm-hmm. and they wouldn't feel bad about it or like I need to rest I'm going to go rest or I need a holiday I'm going to go take that holiday and they won't feel guilty about it um and it's just a different kind of person it's a different mm-hmm. vibe I don't know that's not really that's a dead end of a, of a thought stream, but everybody's different. But I think a lot of it, a lot of it is your ambition and like the FOMO fear of missing out on an opportunity when you've been working very hard to build up a visibility or build up a reputation or a network or a momentum. And then you're like, if I stop now, I'm going to have to start all over again. And you don't want to go back to zero. Mm-hmm. For me, there's a little bit of that. I took my two months off this summer and now I'm busting back onto the, I'm doing reels every day now and yes. uh, I'm doing a workshop next week and doing a bunch of stuff. And I think the time off gave me the energy to do all of that. Yeah. Cause I definitely didn't have that energy at the end of last year, at the end of the, like Scooby. in July. Yeah. Um, yeah. But was, yeah. Yeah. I was talking to a friend about this today, actually, and we were talking about the months during which our businesses tend to be quiet. Mm. Um, so, like for me, that very much tends to be like December, January. Mm. There's just like it's not where people are focused. Yeah, um, and it's and, dark. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and but it's even like apart from the shoots, it's also like. I wouldn't have that many inquiries around that yeah. time either. And again, August, September kind of time, similarly. And, uh, you know, she was saying how the same for her, like August 10 would tend to be very, very quiet, but they could never afford to close the business for the mm-hmm. month, but be trying to, to make sales that just weren't there. So 
and, and being more tired then at the end of it. So is there a merit to just kind of going, OK, look, just shut up shop and actually come back. And the thing is, like, she knows that there is, but it's also that anxiety of, but if I walk away, can I ever come back? And like, I don't know. I mean, when I when I went on leave last year, like I put up a waiting list and I really, really did because you know, particularly like September to Christmas last year, I didn't really have any internet. So, you know, apart from like the mental bandwidth to engage in any social media, I didn't have the like literal bandwidth, <laughs> uh, like it, Netflix, no problem. Nothing else would load. Netflix must have like half the world servers. I don't know, but like Netflix was no bother to stream. Well, do you not remember else ever loaded. at the start of lockdown? I think there was a petition for Netflix to stop using all the power. Was there not a thing? No, was that not a thing? I didn't hear it. No, I remember seeing a post or something or an article. I think there's an article in The Guardian that so many people were watching so much Netflix because of because of <laughs> lockdown and that everything else was going to fall and by the wayside. Um, I'll find it. I'll put it in yeah. the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> that's gas yeah that totally it, like I believe it I well believe it but you but like you, you didn't like you completely were I couldn't out. watch I couldn't watch Instagram stories they wouldn't yeah. load Holy moly. I scrolled a lot of reddit um but no pictures would load no videos would yeah load. it's kind of nice like you know um but anyway so I didn't have the bandwidth but I had this waiting list and again I work I wasn't promoting it but it was kind of like bits trickling in and then when I got back to it kind of maybe April, May this year, I think I started getting in contact with that waiting list. And I ended up booking up the summer like fairly sharpish. It was a, and it was a really, really lovely way to do it. And I'm trying to figure out how I can possibly work that into yeah. how my business operates now going forward. There are always periods in your business that are like through the year, December, like people are focused on something else. August people are focused on something else like holidays but I think it takes a while as the person running the show to realize that that is a pattern and this is going to keep happening it's not just oh this year it was quiet in December I think that is a pattern in your business that you do need to witness to really get this embodied sense of what it all means and that's what you're saying about some sometimes learning the same lesson a thousand times and then there's one time you actually learn it you thought you'd learned it but do you know what? Now I get now it. Now I get it. But mm-hmm. I think that's a milestone in business. I think it's the, yeah. the, the confidence to take time off is a milestone in your business. Oh, yeah. And the, the, the confidence to know that it's not all going to, all of the work that you've done, it's just not all going to evaporate or turn to dust because you're not on Instagram stories. Um, but it, there, there's, it's definitely a milestone moment and it's, it, it feels good. And it's good to acknowledge that for yourself as well, to notice that confidence because, yeah. you know, noticing your own confidence gives you more confidence. Oh, I love it. That's Ew. gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Mic <Yeah>. drop. <laughs> um, Such a good point. You also say, you were also saying as well there that uh, trying to struggle through and doing bits of work when maybe you're, supposed to be taking a break or supposed to be having leave of some sort um and even just the way you say it bits of work that's the worst way to work that's the worst way to work because it's task switching 
it's lack it's it's lacking focus and you don't get into flow so i think when you're tired or you're trying to kind of do two things at once this is like something i'm always telling my kids one thing at a time mm-hmm. <laughs> and my clients one thing at a time um cuz task switching so multitasking is you know nonsense because yes. you're actually just changing tasks you're changing focus and you're not getting into flow and that's another milestone moment in how you work i think and not just as a business owner but in any work that you do mm-hmm. understanding the conditions that you need to be in a flow state of your work mostly it's having fewer distractions and being able to focus and being able to focus means that you're probably well rested you're feeling okay and the thing that you're doing is of interest to you in on any on any level um so like the time off thing the knowing what your flow state looks like i think that you can try and learn that lesson a thousand times but maybe unintentionally you will ultimately learn it by keeping going i think and the, i've just written down that practice mm. and i'm i'm like i said i'm finally starting to understand the meaning of that word yeah it was like um consistency was one of those words that I really misunderstood for a long time. I was thinking of consistency as like regular mm-hmm. uh, timings, mm-hmm. whereas that's not actually, now I've come to understand consistency to mean the same, uh, the same tone, the same values, the same approach, the same intention, rather than the same, it's not three o'clock on a Friday. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which is which was what I was understanding because of social media, I suppose. And, you know, you, you got to post regularly, la, la, la. but actually you're better off posting or doing whatever it is that you do with the same level of energy and integrity and honesty. And um, there's a tone part to it as well. Yeah. Tone of voice. yeah instead of just doing it because oh now's the time that I do that thing and some things now's the time that you do it and you just do it like but especially if it's client face and stuff like it's it's your energy and intention and tone that needs to be consistent and congruent rather than the time that you do it at just timetabling with which yeah. you do it but yes so the word practice you know and that thing of like it doesn't have to be perfect you just have to keep, once you keep going, you start to develop your ways of doing it. So looking at your year's calendar almost as a sort of a form of practice, you know, and every year we're practicing more at, you know, like when you think like, like a, a doctor runs a practice, you know, and, and like I'm sure there are other professions that artists would talk about having a practice. Because uh, it's not having a perfect, I think, to credit. Um, I think that was something that um, I might have heard Jessamyn Stanley say in her book there last week. It's not a perfect. It's a practice. You know, when you're talking about yoga. Um, but you develop then, the more you keep at it, you develop your own ways of doing it. So the, the longer you're in business, you start, you find the ways that work for you. You find the, the months that work better for you whether that's in your personal life or 
your business life, the months that makes more sense for you to work or not work or whatever. So, um, yeah, I think that's, it's definitely, um, we were kind of taking that from the the guilty voice and the ambition and, you know, like actually allowing, I suppose what we're getting at is allowing yourself to rest when you're resting and work when you're working and, and not try to mesh those things. Again, that's a practice. It is. Like, I, I know I'm better at it than I used to be, but I'm still, and there'll be cycles as well, you know? This is it. I like this idea of kind of take, spending some time with the word practice, mm-hmm. just spending some time with it and seeing that like practice is used for, the, for a lot of things, like a meditation practice is something I always struggled with mm-hmm. until I realized that meditation doesn't have to be the sit with your legs crossed thing. You can have an active meditative state like it's not the kind of you know the practice of meditation as you would imagine it I always found when I was like my meditation practice basically involved a subscription to headspace and if I didn't have that in my ears it just wasn't happening um and I realized then that in doing that kind of guided meditation stuff uh, I realized that when I was getting into that state I was clicking into a creative state, which gave me a lot of ideas, which is not restful. So I need, I need to have a task to have a, a meditate. I, I, this is super embarrassing, but I took up playing guitar recently. Like, How is that embarrassing? Just because it's like I'm 40. <laughs> this is so? something that a 14 year old does. Um, but I, I did that not to, to do any kind of performance or anything or to even play for anybody else, but just the practice of focusing on a, learning that skill it's meditative for me because I'm not thinking about anything else drawing is also a meditative practice for me as well I used to do quite a lot of uh, life drawing like with a model and chalk and people in a room nobody's talking um, and that's a real meditative thing and also like zooming back into that word practice like as long as there's a there's a part of the um, the intention behind the practice. So I was meditating because the ten habits of highly successful people <laughs> tell you that meditation has to be part of your life, but it doesn't have to be so prescriptive in what it looks like because everybody needs to have their own thing to suit their own character and their own their own energy, I guess their temperament. Um, in terms of like a work practice, then. Um, I definitely, in the intensity of working through lockdown, uh, I had a lot of website work. People needed a lot of visibility online because of, you know, people weren't out in the real world. They were in the online world. So a lot of people needed websites in that time. So I was working quite intensely and having the kids at home. But working with that intensity, having a lot less time. This is something that we, we, we you and I have spoken about before as well, having less time and realizing that you have 45 minutes to do something that you normally spend two hours doing. There's a greater intensity of your focus and an awareness of what needs to be done and the, the kind of the flow state that you need to get into as well. So I don't know if I'm mixing in too many concepts there, but to get into that state, you need to know your process, your practice and have the intention of this is the objective of the work that I'm doing right now. Yeah. And I think that's, it's, it's exactly, it's that 
consistency, like showing up with the with the right intention mm-hmm. and the right objective in mind rather than going, oh, it this is the time that I work at. Let's yeah. just do some work. Um, yeah, that's really um really important like to have that absolute laser focus yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna google a quote a a quote here from side twomley um who's an artist who i quite like it's something like when i work i work quite quickly but preparing to work can take any amount of time i would say of the the people that i like the artists that i would have done brand imagery for Mm. a lot of them speak of that exact thing that there's one particular artist uh leah beggs she's based over in connemara Mm -hmm. and she like her work is incredible like beautiful kind of like abstract landscapes but the most of her work happens out hiking walking in the connemara landscape and then she goes into her studio and the work happens with mm. this like uh, as Amanda Grace calls it like it's an emergency like and it's that kind of like <laughs> I love and that. it is that like you know it's that like emergent like it just the art just kind of like makes itself known because all that work has been done and it's exactly that it's you've it's filling the it's kind of this thing of like filling the cup a little bit as well mm-hmm. you know like um l- looking after yourself so that when you get to, to the workplace, that it's easy to find yeah. the, the energy for that. So this is what I wanted to talk about was that, because uh, we talked about last week, kind of trying to get back to or stay on kind of solid ground. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned it in the recording last week where I talked about, I had a little moment of kind of resentment over the the amount of work that it was taken for me just to kind of be okay the last few weeks and I thought it would be really interesting to just talk about those like specific practices that we each have in our business and in our life that's just kind of helping us to be okay and like you've already spoken about that like that intentionally taking time off meditation Meditation, I know for a fact I have I said it in a, a podcast recording last year, season one, um, <laughs> where I told I, I can't meditate. I just mm. I can't meditate. And actually, in the last couple of weeks, I'm finding myself like yesterday I had a meeting scheduled with a client, and I think I had like 10 minutes before the meeting, and I was about to go into my emails, and then I went. No, actually, do you know what? Mm-hmm. Just need to sit and breathe. And that was exactly what I did. And it you said that that word milestone, it felt like a bit of a milestone for me. Mm-hmm. It was that real like, oh, okay. I I I I I get this thing of just like I don't have to be always on. I don't like the busy work. Oh my god, I'm like, I'm such a devil for it. <laughs> I felt like I'd let it go and then I find myself like I, I still find I get drawn back into it of like just flitting around like oh I check my emails oh I you know instead of being actually no just sit down for two minutes and what is it exactly that I need to achieve today what do we need to get done and do that yeah. instead of I'm here it's work time let's let's do work 
Yeah. You know, so um, they're definitely just taking those moments to slow down. So what you did, like taking July and August off, that was a very intentional, long break. Yeah. But actually then what I did yesterday, like taking those three or four minutes that it was to just not do anything and just actually spend, like actually take some proper breaths. Like that left me so much better able to be really intentional and present with the client. Yeah. That's definitely. And it's a practice. Yeah. It's definitely a practice. Um, It's like the guilty voice, bringing it, going back to that just a wee, a wee bit. I think the guilty voice is there trying to look after you. It's like, oh, you need to do this or, or later you're going you're gonna to struggle. Mm-hmm. And I think any kind of med- any effective meditation practice or like if you don't really even want to use the meditation word, it's like something that changes your mode of thinking from reactive to just calm. That, that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of my approach to, um, to like the relaxation part of it. Um, I think the guilty voice is, is trying to motivate you. It's part of your ambition um, and definitely I know how to talk back to it now <laughs> a little bit more. Your guilty voice is like going, you should like a, a lifetime of should is your <laughs> by Adrian Gardner uh, <laughs> published 2022 and <laughs> um, the, the lifetime of should and the guilty voice that keeps trying to drive you forward and get you to produce and do and create um there there's there can be a dialogue with the guilty voice I think I think Mm -hmm. you can say no it's okay it's okay guilty voice I know I need this time and then we'll get back to work in a little while yeah and but that's acknowledging actually like I um I'm one for like there'll be that little voice in the back of my head and I I kind of try to ignore it Whereas if you actually, like you said, if you like engage with it and even just acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, from my personal point of view, I've spent most of my lifetime um, ignoring my own needs. Um, and so you do that by ignoring that voice, whether mm-hmm. like no matter what it's saying to you. So actually engaging in that dialogue with that voice, what that internal voice, whatever it's saying to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of going, yeah, okay, that's great. But I know that today is, we've scheduled this one. So mm-hmm. it's our, it's like, you know, um, that I think you might have mentioned it before as well, like having that thing where like an an- anxious thoughts will come up and you say, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll think about that problem at six o'clock this evening. Scheduling your, yeah, your worry, scheduling your worry time. <laughs> and it's the same kind of thing. Instead of letting it like nip at the back of your mind, that you kind of go and you you bring it out and you look at it and you go, oh, yeah, okay. Well, well, we'll just put that here over here for now, and I'll be I'll come back to it. Yeah, but that takes the awareness of actually you, it, that requires the awareness. Yeah, do of you actually find, being able to listen. Do you do you find that don't you have a journaling practice as well? I mean, you don't don't you? Oh, and you know what? And this week in particular, I'm actually doing. Um, a course with Amanda Grace again. You're never not doing a course. You're always um, doing a course. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, but Sorry. it's it's I didn't I didn't I didn't mean for that to sound like a criticism. But it it 
it's not, but it, like it can, it can be. And I know that it's been part of my busy work stuff before. Um, whereas the last few things, like I did a sign language course there over the summer for a few weeks. See? Loved it. <laughs> yeah, but it was a hobby. It was not, yeah, I yeah. should be doing it. I know. Like, I really enjoyed it. And so I'm doing, um, it's just a really short uh, creativity boot camp, she's called mm. it, uh, with Amanda this week. And I've done couple of workshops couple of online stuff retreat with Amanda like this isn't this is you know I've engaged with her quite a good bit over the last few years and uh, and I go away from that journal and practice and then I come back to it and like actually this this is what's been clicking with me this week that like oh yeah I have to keep practicing Mm -hmm. and I you know and there's a lot of things that are really kind of clicking into place is the wrong kind of thing but like I'm just you know like at that I'm, I'm getting it. there's a few like lessons that I, I've I've connected with before that I'm like okay now, yes okay I get it on this level now but the underneath of it all is uh storytelling truth finding yes creativity problem solving that's the the that's the real work and the art, like as she said, it, it's art that makes itself then once you, you yeah. know, you're a little like, and it's very simple. It's very simplistic, very minimalist kind of methodologies. You don't need like loads of supplies, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that's been, it's been really um, useful. You can find Amanda, Amanda online and check out her stuff because it's, it's really it's really wonderful. Pilgrimsoul.ie. Oh, yeah. It's been very, the work that I've done with Amanda, every single time I've engaged with her, it's unlocked something. Yeah. And now I'm just, I'm unlo- like this time around, I'm un- unlocking that idea of practice. And that is, that's going to change things for me. So like for, for me at the moment, like the, the my person in my life, the practices that I'm trying to kind of, that I, I'm doing to like stay okay and stay on solid ground is um I could get up about an hour or an hour and a half before the kid and my husband. Now Dude. the kid, uh, I like we there's only one. So what time like, does he if, wake up at? Um, if he got half a chance, he'd he'd sleep until about nine o'clock in the morning. Oh. I think it, I hate you a little bit there, Aideen. Yes, but my little bird. We're waking up at six, like free. Yeah, but he doesn't go to sleep until te- like it's ten o'clock at night by the time he's right. in bed for the night. I mean, he's not in bed for the night, so let's not even go there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he's um, not sleeping from like nine to nine, is he? Yeah, no, he, no. They get up around eight, half eight, like they. Yeah. But I get up kind of around seven, yeah. and I'll uh, this. I do yoga now. This surprises me more than it would surprise anybody else. Did but you not now, like yoga before? No. And what I didn't like about it was the prescriptive nature of it. Also, the industry, like the whole the whole industry thing around. Yeah. I just didn't ever feel it. Yeah. Um, but I'm really enjoying um, the Underbelly app. I, I like it really. And, and what I love so much about Jessamine Stanley's approach is you know use the props it doesn't you, you listen to your body which 
any other yoga class I've ever been to before it's like the yoga teacher is like swanning around like no lift this leg higher and this arm needs to be straighter and you know where it's not about that and especially when it's an app you know where there's nobody to give you feedback that it's like no listen to your body and adapt and Mm -hmm. fall down if you need to etc so um or um I get up and I I I journal or I uh print like I bought a bunch of like print making supplies and uh clay now I only opened the clay this week but I finally did get around to opening it like that kind of meditative practices you know so the but it's it's moving meditation or it's, it's kind of a, it's absorbing my attention so that I'm kind of getting a break um that's been that's been really useful and, and I've been doing breath work as well um with my coach which has been really helpful again it's that kind of gets you out of your head and into your body ah yeah that's a I mean again I how many times have I heard people talk about that <laughs> and I'm like yeah 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 I get it again and now I'm like okay I get it um because when you really need it and then you do it and it, you, you feel it you feel the benefit of the yeah. of the practice then you're like oh, okay now I like, need more I I I get it now and I understand how people do this all of the time they're not forcing themselves to get out of bed early they're doing it because they know that's the best thing for them and they look forward to doing these things for themselves to look after themselves yeah. I know that as well I get up at seven now um I was getting up at six there all through the summer because you know it gets bright so much earlier yeah. and it just felt fantastic to have that time because like I was with the kids every single day as well mm-hmm. I love that um I was getting up at six and I was, I had just like a completely calm, quiet house just to kind of get a jump on the day and to be ready when the day kicks in, when you have to interact with other people. Yeah. Maybe is that an introvert, extrovert, introvert thing or to need to prepare to be on or to be doing, being. Maybe. I I mean, I would consider I'm an extrovert. Yeah. And I really consider like if I don't get up at seven, like I'd be lying in the bed uh, like this morning, it's 10 past seven. I was like, oh, well, like, I was like, no, actually, do you know what? If I don't, yeah, the day is just going to slide away and I'll, I won't gone, feel like yeah. I've gotten to give myself even just a few minutes. Because um, the end of the day, it's different because you're I mean, I'm knackered by the end of the day, to be honest. And I'm like. I don't have the energy to do the things mm. I don't yeah. think so like I don't know <laughs> yeah mornings and- this is why I, I used to snigger and scoff at the morning routines of the highly successful but and I even in this last hour laughed at that and it is kind of laughable because it has become such a thing yeah well when you're trying to sell your yeah routines the miracle morning people. is like a yeah. whole thing isn't it it's a book yeah Course. yeah and I, I tried that for a while it's grand but again I tried it because I thought I should be doing it and I, ne- I never saw the results that made me want to stick yeah. at it and um, it's funny as well it's like when I was getting up at six I was not more or less tired I was taking that hour in the morning and it wasn't making me more tired yes so Probably I was like giving you more energy oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
thanks for listening. Um, Claire, where can we find you and why can we hire you? Oh, you can find me at my website, clairecreative.com. I'm doing loads of silly stuff on Instagram at the minute. Come check that out. Um, and you would get in touch with me if you were looking to take a strategic approach to developing your business online. So I do websites and strategy, things like that. And Aideen, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me at firechildphotography.com. Uh, you won't really find me on Instagram at the moment, but I'm going to be making my way back there. Um, at the moment, I am fully booked for the next couple of months for branding photography. Um, but what I do have openings for at the moment is mentoring. So if you are running your own um, creative business, um, specifically if you're a photographer and uh, the running of the business is hurting <laughs> your life and your soul, let me help you. Um, and so yeah, you can find me at firechildphotography.com.